Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the 20th day of February. Welcome, everyone. It's so good to be here with you as we journey through the Bible together, individually, collectively, and in this beautiful community, if you so choose. And we're doing chronological, which means that we're reading through the books of the Bible in chronological, historical order as best as theologians and historians can tell. So that takes us a, a little bit of a different route than if you were to read the Bible in conical order, or of course the regular DAB, which is Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs, read by my handsome husband. So we move around just a little bit, and then sometimes we just go in order as it is for a while. Uh, where we're at right now is in the book of Leviticus, and we are learning the customs, the rituals, the regulations, the laws of the Israelite people that God has chosen, set apart, and is making holy. And this is a culture that which had not yet been created yet. So God is curating and crafting his people so that he can be their God and they will be his people and that they will worship him for being holy. We're continuing today reading chapters 22 and 23. And this week we're reading the New Living Translation, Leviticus chapter 22. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to be very careful with the sacred gifts that the Israelites set apart for me, so they do not bring shame on my holy name. I am the Lord. Give them the following instructions. In all future generations, if any of your descendants is ceremonially unclean when he approaches the sacred offerings that the people of Israel consecrate to the Lord, he must be cut off from my presence. I am the Lord. If any of Aaron's descendants has a skin disease or any kind of discharge that makes him ceremonially unclean, he may not eat from the sacred offerings until he has been pronounced clean. He also becomes unclean by touching a corpse or by having an omission of semen or by touching a small animal that is unclean or by touching someone who is ceremonially unclean for any reason. The man who is defiled in any of these ways will remain unclean until evening. He may not eat from the sacred offerings until he has bathed himself in water. When the sun goes down, he will be ceremonially clean again and may eat from the sacred offerings, for this is his food. He may not eat an animal that has died a natural death or has been torn apart by wild animals, for this would defile him. I am the Lord." The priests must follow my instructions carefully. Otherwise, they will be punished for their sin and will die for violating my instructions. I am the Lord who makes them holy. No one outside a priest's family may eat the sacred offerings. Even guests and hired workers in a priest's home are not allowed to eat them. However, if the priest buys a slave for himself, the slave may eat from the sacred offerings. And if his slaves have children, they also may share his food. 
If a priest's daughter marries someone outside the priestly family, she may no longer eat the sacred offerings. But if she becomes a widow or is divorced and has no children to support her, and she returns to live in her father's home as in her youth, she may eat her father's food again. Otherwise, no one outside a priest's family may eat the sacred offerings. Any such person who eats the sacred offerings without realizing it must pay the priest for the amount eaten plus an additional 20%. The priest must not let the Israelites defile the sacred offerings brought to the Lord by allowing unauthorized people to eat them. This would bring guilt upon them and require them to pay compensation. I am the Lord who makes them holy. And the Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons and all the Israelites these instructions which apply both to native Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. If you present a gift as a burnt offering to the Lord, whether it is to fulfill a vow or is a voluntary offering, you will be accepted only if your offering is a male animal with no defects. It may be a bull, a ram, or a male goat. Do not present an animal with defects because the Lord will not accept it on your behalf. If you present a peace offering to the Lord from the herd or the flock, whether it is to fulfill a vow or as a voluntary offering, you must offer a perfect animal. It may have no defect of any kind. You must not offer an animal that is blind, crippled, or injured, or that has a wart, a skin sore, or scabs. Such animals must never be offered on the altar as special gifts to the Lord. If a bull or lamb has a leg that is too strong or too short, it may be offered as a voluntary offering, but it may not be offered to fulfill a vow. If an animal has damaged testicles or is castrated, you may not offer it to the Lord. You must never do this in your own land, and you must not accept such an animal from foreigners and then offer it as a sacrifice to your God. Such animals will not be accepted on your behalf, for they are mutilated or defective. And the Lord said to Moses, When a calf or lamb or goat is born, it must be left with its mother for seven days. From the eighth day on, it will be acceptable as a special gift to the Lord. But you must not slaughter a mother animal and her offspring on the same day, whether from the herd or the flock. When you bring a thanksgiving offering to the Lord, sacrifice it properly so you will be accepted. Eat the entire sacrificial animal on the day it is presented. Do not leave any of it until the next morning. I am the Lord. You must faithfully keep all my commands by putting them into practice, for I am the Lord. Do not bring shame on my holy name, for I will display my holiness among the people of Israel. I am the Lord who makes you holy. It was I who rescued you from the land of Egypt, that I might be your God. I am the Lord. The Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. These are the Lord's appointed festivals which you are to proclaim as official days for holy assembly. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of complete rest, an official day for holy assembly. It is the Lord's Sabbath day, and it must be observed wherever you live. In addition to the Sabbath, these are the Lord's appointed festivals, the official days for holy assembly that are to be celebrated at their proper times each year. 
The Lord's Passover begins at sundown on the 14th day of the first month. On the next day, the 15th day of the month, you must begin celebrating the festival of unleavened bread. This festival to the Lord continues for seven days, and during that time the bread you eat must be made without yeast. On the first day of the festival, all the people must stop their ordinary work and observe an official day for holy assembly. For seven days you must present special gifts to the Lord. On the seventh day the people must again stop all their ordinary work to observe an official day for holy assembly. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you enter the land I am giving you, and you harvest its first crops, bring the priest a bundle of grain from the first cutting of your grain harvest. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest will lift it up before the Lord, so it may be accepted on your behalf. On that same day, you must sacrifice a one-year-old male lamb with no defects as a burnt offering to the Lord. With it, you must present a grain offering consisting of four quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil. It will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. You must also offer one quart of wine as a liquid offering. Do not eat any bread or roasted grain or fresh kernels on that day until you bring this offering to your God. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live. From the day after the Sabbath, the day you bring the bundle of grain to be lifted up as a special offering, count off seven full weeks. Keep counting until the day after the seventh Sabbath, fifty days later, then present an offering of new grain to the Lord. From wherever you live, bring two loaves of bread to be lifted up before the Lord as a special offering. Make these loaves from four quarts of choice flour and bake them with yeast. They will be an offering to the Lord from the first of your crops. Along with the bread, present seven one-year-old male lambs with no defects, one young bull, and two rams as burnt offerings to the Lord. These burnt offerings, together with the grain offerings and liquid offerings, will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Then you must offer one male goat as a sin offering and two one-year-old male lambs as a peace offering. The priest will lift up the two lambs as a special offering to the Lord, together with the loaves representing the first of your crops. These offerings, which are holy to the Lord, belong to the priests. That same day will be proclaimed an official day for holy assembly, a day on which you do no ordinary work. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live. When you harvest the crops of your land, do not harvest the grain along the edges of your fields, and do not pick up what the harvesters drop. Leave it for the poor and the foreigners living among you. I am the Lord your God. The Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. On the first day of the appointed month, in early autumn, you are to observe a day of complete rest. It will be an official day for holy assembly, a day commemorated with loud blasts of a trumpet. You must do no ordinary work on that day. Instead, you are to present special gifts to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, be careful to celebrate the Day of Atonement on the tenth day of that same month, nine days after the Festival of Trumpets. You must observe it as an official day for Holy Assembly, a day to deny yourselves 
and present special gifts to the Lord. Do no work during that entire day because it is the day of atonement when offerings of purification are made for you, making you right with the Lord your God. All who do not deny themselves that day will be cut off from God's people. And I will destroy anyone among you who does any work on that day. You must not do any work at all. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live. This will be a Sabbath day of complete rest for you, and on that day you must deny yourselves. This day of rest will begin at sundown on the ninth day of the month and extend until sundown on the tenth day. And the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Begin celebrating the festival of shelters on the fifteenth day of the appointed month, five days after the Day of Atonement. This festival to the Lord will last for seven days. On the first day of the festival, you must proclaim an official day for holy assembly when you do no ordinary work. For seven days you must present special gifts to the Lord. The eighth day is another holy day on which you present your special gifts to the Lord. This will be a solemn occasion, and no ordinary work may be done that day. These are the Lord's appointed festivals. Celebrate them each year as official days for holy assembly by presenting special gifts to the Lord, burnt offerings, grain offerings, sacrifices, and liquid offerings, each on its proper day. These festivals must be observed in addition to the Lord's regular Sabbath days, and the offerings are in addition to your personal gifts, the offerings you give to fulfill your vows, and the voluntary offerings you present to the Lord. Remember that this seven-day festival to the Lord, the Festival of Shelters, begins on the fifteenth day of the appointed month, after you have harvested all the produce of the land. The first day and the eighth day of the festival will be days of complete rest. On the first day, gather branches from magnificent trees, palm fronds, boughs from leafy trees, and willows that grow by the streams. Then celebrate with joy before the Lord your God for seven days. You must observe this festival to the Lord for seven days every year. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed in the appointed month from generation to generation. For seven days you must live outside in little shelters. All native-born Israelites must live in shelters. This will remind each new generation of Israelites that I made their ancestors live in shelters when I rescued them from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses gave the Israelites these instructions regarding the annual festivals of the Lord. Jesus, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for this time and this place and for meeting with us here. And I pray that as we go through your word, that we would have a deeper understanding and knowledge of who you are that would ultimately only bring us closer into relationship with you. Accepting the things we know about you and accepting the things that we do not know yet about you, accepting the things that we understand about you and accepting the things that we don't yet understand, allowing you to be who you are to us as you allow us to be who we are to you. Thank you for your revelation that brings truth and light. And may it lead us continuously into all truth, I pray. 
in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily audio Bible that's home base. You can check it out. If you haven't, take a look around. That's the website, and that is also the free mobile app. If you'd like to partner with us, there we go. If you'd like to partner with us, thank you for each and every contribution. We cannot do this without you. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or you may use the mobile device and hit the give icon over the top right hand corner. Lastly, look for the give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways for you to do so, 800-583-2164. Or once again, utilizing that mobile app, hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel to chronological, and we'll get it to the right place. That's it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow. Until then, love one another. Good morning, Dabsy. Um, there was a woman who called and they played the message on February 15th regarding her brother, Matthew, um, who was battling bipolar. He was having trouble with um, side effects of medications, uh, ended up having to leave his job. Um, he has a family and kids and a wife and Lord... I don't necessarily know the right words to say, but I know that you know your son, Matthew, you know his wife, his family, the circumstances. So Lord, I just pray that within the healthcare system, he is able to find the right person, people, group, um, whatever it may be to support him and his episodes and in between and that he is able to get the care that he needs, that they are able to find the right medication for him to be on so he is not having these side effects that disrupt his life, but can um, help kind of level things out. And I just pray, Lord, that you just engulf his kids and his wife and you know brothers, sisters, mom, dad, just the people within his family and his community that are affected by what he is going through and that you just place your hands on them, Lord. And like I said, just place them in your arms and give them the, the tenderness and the care that they need. And that, Lord, I pray that you banish the devil from this situation because it is so easy for him to get in when people go through things like this. So we just pray, Lord God, that you triumph through all of this and that you are just in the center of it. Hey DABC, this is Laura from Tennessee. It's February 16th and I just heard the lady call in about her husband, Philip, who's um, been laid off and is still looking for a job. I just wanted to call in and empathize with you. Our family's been through this a couple of times and it is tough, it is challenging. Um, but I also wanted to pray over you and offer some encouragement. Father, you know the exact job and the place that you have for Philip. Father, I pray that they would just cling to you in this time. Lord, help them to remember, Lord, that you feed the birds, you clothe um, the flowers in such splendor. Lord, how much more you care for them. And Father, if there are others who can come alongside them and encourage them, Lord, to offer financial help and support, Lord, if you do it with just whatever it is that they need, Lord, meet them in that, in this interim time. 
God, I thank you that you do provide in your time. Amen. Hi, this is Pure Heart from Tennessee, and I was calling to um, pray for some of our Dapsiers. Um, pray for um, Forever Grateful in North Carolina. Uh, girl, I just want you to know that we hear you. God sees and he cares. He cares for um, you all that are uh, caregiving for your mom as she's in hospice. And Father God, I just ask, Lord, that you would be with uh, mom. They're asking for a miracle, but they have the uh, openness to know that if it's time for her to transition, to, to give her sweet, peaceful sleep and to uh, calm those restless nights. Father God, you're the author of peace. You're Jehovah Shalom. And I I pray, Father God, that you would just go into the room with mom and and let her nights be sweet and peaceful in the name of Jesus. And I want to pray for um, Tanya from Suffolk. Uh, I pray, uh, Lord God, that you would just um, guard her mind and... Um, for the devil's plans to cause confusion and depression. And Lord God, I just thank you for her and her sweet spirit that she prays for others. And we lift her up right now, Father God. We pray that um, you would give her peace in her mind that passes all understanding. We pray that um, you would strengthen her in every aspect of her life. Father God, that um, no weapon formed against her should prosper in the name of Jesus. Tanya, we're lifting you up regularly in Jesus' name. Hi, this is Pure Heart from Tennessee, and I was calling to um, pray for a couple of deaf seers. Uh, Faithful Mama, it's so good to hear that Moses is um, doing so well and striving and I want to lift up your friend, Angela, um, who needs a heart transplant. Uh, Father God, I just thank you right now that uh, you are the creator of every one of our organs. And right now, Father God, I ask that if you would strengthen Angela's heart, Father God, or provide um, means for her to have a transplant in the name of Jesus. Father God, your word says that uh, my flesh and my heart may fail, but you're the strength of our heart and our portion forever. And I speak that over Angela right now. And I thank you, Father God, that by your stripes she's healed. And I'd like to pray for a young lady, a sister that called in, uh, didn't give a name, that wanted prayer for her husband, Philip who's been seeking employment. Father God, I just thank you that um, you are our source. You're Jehovah Jireh, our provider. And Father God, I just ask that right now that you would uh, continue to make provisions in that household, Father God, while you open doors for the right place for Philip to be where he can flourish and, and uh, be a blessing to his family. Father God, those... Uh, Places that are not formed continue to close the doors. And Lord, I thank you that um, they'll lack no good thing in that house because of you. In Jesus' name.
Thank you, Lord.